the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, March the 6th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On March 6, 1944, U.S. heavy bombers, they staged the first full-scale American raid on Berlin during World War II. Today, in 1836, the Alamo in San Antonio, Texas, fell as Mexican forces led by General Santa Ana. They stormed the fortress after a 13-day siege. The battle claimed the lives of all the Texan defenders, nearly 200 of them. Those included William Travis, James Bowie, and Davy Crockett. Today, in 1912, Oreo sandwich cookies were first introduced by the National Biscuit Company, Nabisco. 1933, just think of all the Oreos that have been eaten, or 1912, think of all the Oreos that have been eaten since then. I've eaten probably three or four of them myself. Today, 1933, the National Bank Holiday, declared by President Franklin D. Roosevelt, it was aimed at panicked depositors. It went into effect. People knew something was very, very wrong at that point. Today in 1964, heavyweight boxing champion Cassius Clay, he officially changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Today in 1981, Walter Cronkite signed off the air for the last time as the principal anchor man of the CBS Evening News. Walter Cronkite, to his credit, was very discreet about his far left, I mean extremely far left views. He did not make that a pulpit to espouse his views. Now it's regular regular menu on all of the networks all of the time. Their views are so obvious that you don't even have to give it a lot of thought. But he hid his views, but after he retired, after today in 1981, he became involved in some of the most far-left extremist um, activities and, and various causes and so on, which was kind of shocking to the nation because he had become known as the most trusted newsman in America. Today, in 2002, Independent Counsel Robert Ray, he issued his final report. In it, he wrote that former President Bill Clinton could have been indicted and probably would have been convicted in the scandal involving former White House intern Monica Lewinsky. Today, in 2016, former First Lady Nancy Reagan... She died in Los Angeles. She was 94 years old. There's a story um, published this morning and on television by Como News, K-O-M-O, Seattle. It said you may have had the hotel and plane ticket booked for months, but there's a new warning from the U.S. Department of State. Wait times for new passports and renewals are building because of unprecedented demand, and it's causing delays. Uh, They quote this uh, woman, Maudie Belfour. She thought she did everything right for her trip. I I didn't think there was going to be a problem, she told Como. 
She said, go to the post office, fill out the application. She hands me the paper. It says three to five weeks. Expedited, I paid extra. And then in uh, checking on the passport website, it became five to seven weeks. She had to cancel her trip. They didn't have enough people working at the passport office, Belfort said. They didn't have any extra phone numbers where you could call and try to get information. So what is the solution? I share this story with you because a lot of people are running into a lot of similar situations, whether it's car licensing, whether it's passports, whatever it is. People are asking, what is the solution? There has to be a solution to all of this. The story goes on. A new passport now takes anywhere from 8 to 11 weeks. You can pay $60 to expedite it, but that may only save you a few weeks in the end. Como says, be aware the processing time starts once the State Department receives your application, not when you send it. So definitely apply as soon as possible. This uh, They quote Brian Kelly. He's the CEO, founder of the Points Guy. Says, don't go too close to the date of your trip and give yourself undue stress. If you've urgent travel within 14 days, you may make an in-person appointment at a State Department passport office. <laughs> yeah, good luck. If they're available, the story says. Yeah, that's the key there. But even if your passport is valid, check the expiration date. The question that's being asked repeatedly, and I see this again and again and again in things related to this type of situation, or passports, credit cards, all of these kinds of things. What is the solution? Well, the solution is waiting in the wings to be introduced in mass. And that, of course, is each person embedded with a chip or something similar to that, something that can't be stolen, can't be lost. It's personalized. It solves so many problems. And there is a growing concern that is going to be morphed into a a massive agreement at some point that we need to do that. It's the right thing to do. It protects people. It, it saves people like this person from canceling their trip and so on. I see that a growing conversation I think some of the people that are, I'm not saying that Como News is doing that, but I, I don't know what they're doing. But I just see a lot of people who are very agenda-driven with a lot of influence, some in the news. They're pushing the crisis. And that's what Saul Alinsky taught the far-left organizers, the Hillary Clintons, the Barack Obamas, and the generation before them. That's what he taught them to do. Saul Alinsky taught the leftists to create a crisis and then go about solving it in a way that advances their agenda. And that's exactly what we're seeing today. We're seeing this the building of this crisis. It's not all made up. I mean, there is a, a thread of truth in it. I mean, have you tried to go through a, an agency, a federal or state agency recently? It's kind of, <laughs> more than kind of, it's overwhelming sometimes they do only have <clears throat> seems like one phone they do only have half the number of employees they should have they are off on fridays because they're only working monday through thursday now and on and on it goes we've all <clears throat> excuse me we've all run into that 
and we're going to be doing so more and more in the future, I think. I don't know that it's all planned. Some of it probably is. But I can tell you they are using this crisis, this need to push an agenda. And that agenda is to bring everybody into compliance so that you can be regulated and manipulated. I believe that. The Bible tells us that such a time will come. Those are some of the time, some of the things that tell us the times in which we are living. Jesus talked about that in his teaching. The Bible is very clear. The prophetic Bible is very clear about that aspect of our future. I noticed this morning Ford Global Technologies, it's a subsidiary of Ford Motor Company, they filed for a patent for new what they this is what they're calling it new systems and methods to repossess a vehicle including potentially locking certain features after missed payments in other words you're you're get behind a couple payments or whatever on your car and you you get up in the morning you're, you go out to go to work so you can make money so you can catch up on those payments they can turn your car off remotely from Detroit or wherever and you can't go anywhere no, they're, they applied for the patent. I mean, they've got it worked out. They just need the permission to do it. And they don't want to do it because someone else will steal their deal, so they want to get a patent. The patent application published was published last week, but uh, describes a system in which the vehicle computer could be used to disable functionality of a component on the vehicle or may place the vehicle in a lockout condition. The application describes multiple possible implementations of this system, such as disabling the air conditioning system. Oh, yeah, that would be awful, wouldn't it? Uh, Disabling the air conditioning system, a remote key fob, an automated door lock-unlock system. This is another one. I'm, I'm reading from their application. Using the stereo to emit an incessant and unpleasant sound every time the owner is present in the vehicle. And this patent, uh, it's asking for you know them to patent this, even using self-driving to technology, self-driving technology to cause the vehicle to move to a place where it could be retrieved by the creditor. I mean, I understand we need to pay our bills, but man, I mean, where does this end? Well, we know where it ends. It ends in the return of Jesus Christ, the rapture and the return of Christ at a later time. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire... Thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 3, 3, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of mine head. When we go through these challenging times in the culture, not just economically, with inflation and all of the things that Joe Biden has foisted upon our culture, 
But there's so much more than that as well. Every part of our life seems to be being challenged now, being tried to bring it, bring that part of our life into a different dimension. These people are hell-bent, the leftists, the so-called progressives, are hell-bent on not only manipulating the freedom of religion and religious people, but on every aspect of our life. There is an element of possession in all of this. It seems sometimes they can't help themselves. They have to move in that direction. Now, I'm not saying that the passport people are on that agenda. I'm not saying that Ford Motor Company. I'm just saying the whole movement within the culture is in a direction of, of mass control, mass manipulation, conforming everyone to one thought, thread of thought. That's where we're going. And that's what's happening in our culture. And it could be overwhelming, and that's why suicides have spiked. That's why people are are so out of control and crime is raging. And I think that crime is probably behind what Ford Motor Company is trying to do here. But the, but the, the, the summation of all of this is what is the solution? Everybody's asking that. Como asked that question in their story this morning. And everybody reports on these situations. They go, what is the solution? And it's, it's sincere. What can we do? When we depart from godly principles, the founding principles of this nation, as an individual or collectively as a nation, things begin to not work. The wheels come off because there is only one truth and it is God's truth. And that's whether you're sitting in a pew in church or whether you're sitting in a seat in Congress or whatever. There's only one truth. Truth is not fluid. It's not something you decide what is or isn't. God has decided, and it's eternal. Because God's word will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. But God's word will never pass away. And when you build your life, when you build a nation, on those principles, not trying to make everybody believe in them, but when you embed those principles, godly principles, into a nation— And our founders did so, and they even said they were doing that. The result is the greatest nation of all time. And now we're getting ragged at the edges. Pray for America. Satan clubs for kids are sprouting up across the country. I mentioned this several weeks ago. Now there's reports that they're sprouting up like weeds in the spring. The Satanic Satanic Temple recently announced multiple new after-school clubs across the country. Now it's raising concerns, and it should, from religious leaders about the impact that pushing Satanism on kids could have in the future. There's not an isolated uh, area where New Age mysticism is popular. It's not just there. It is certainly there. New Mexico, I talked about that recently. This program just began airing. In New Mexico, and by the way, thank you to all of you listeners who helped make that possible. We're, we, we, I, I said at the time we needed twelve thousand dollars to 
to go into that market with this program. And we've just about gotten that amount. I, I'm not sure what where we are, but we're within, I think, about $1,000 of receiving that. So thank you to all of you who have made that possible. And if you were thinking about it or praying about helping us with that particular issue that's over and above our budget, then help us cross the finish line because we're almost there. When we first go into a radio market, the the people don't know us and they don't support us for a while. They listen and then they begin to see what we're doing and become familiar with it. And then they, a number of them will start supporting us. And that's been the history of this program. And so I'm certain that will happen in New Mexico as it has in Arizona and, and all the other places that we're on. So I want to thank you for that. And KPDQ in Portland, we are just about, we're not to the to that break-even point yet, but if you're listening in that area on KPDQ, we need you to stand with us and we need your support. These are perilous times. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think it was very important. The Lord has spoken to my heart about it. I feel very strongly about it. That's why we're doing this. We're just talking about what's going on and trying to define our times in the best way that we know how, and we're doing so from a biblical point of view and a biblical perspective. So thank you for standing with us. We need you. These are not normal times. This is not the way it was when grandma was a teenager. Things have changed, and they're changing rapidly, and God's people have got to be informed. We got have got to know what's going on, and that's what we try to do on this program is simply touch on all those things. Stand with us. We need We need you to stand with us prayerfully and financially. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. But this, these satanic clubs are not just located in New Age mysticism type areas. They're spreading and sprouting all across the nation. Penny Nance, she's the CEO and president of Concerned Women for America. I think that's the largest conservative or Christian women's organization in the country. But anyway, she's the uh, CEO and president. She says parents need to wake up and understand false ideologies are everywhere, and they must train up their children to follow the one true God of love, not one of evil and destruction. The Satanic Temple, or TST, describes its religion as, quote, scientific, rationalist, and non-superstitious worldview. <laughs> they say the national campaign director, this June Effort, she told NBC affiliate Wavy uh, recently that the purpose of the clubs is to go, quote, to schools where other religious clubs are operating to provide an alternative. Satan always provides an alternative to godliness, to Christianity, to biblical beliefs. That's what Satan does. He is the alternative. He was in the Garden of Eden. He is today in 2023, or he tries to be. At the moment, the temple seems to be focused on two main things. Killing unwanted, unborn children. I talked about this, their number one, their first abortion clinic, viral abortion clinic, it, that can be active all over the country, all over the world, for that matter, was has been set up and is now in operation in New Mexico. They're just simultaneously and in a parallel fashion, they're 
trying to destroy the lives of those kids that made it out of the womb alive. That's what they're doing, and that's what Satan always does. Satan is the destroyer. He's like a roaring lion, walking around, seeking whom he may devour. He presents himself as an angel of light, when he is actually not an angel of light in any dimension. Recently, we talked about this, as I said, on our program, and recently we went into New Mexico. I wrote articles about that, so if some of this sounds familiar, you'll remember that. But TST, the Satanic Temple, has petitioned Texas now to allow Satanic Temple members to the ability to continue receiving voluntary abortions as part of their religious ritual. Satanic Club, now the Satanic Temple, is trying to make the case, and frankly, they have a case if they can prove they're a religion. Now, I don't think they're a religion. I, don't, I wouldn't think of them as a religion at all, but it's going to be a very tough a tough decision when it comes before the court. And they know that. Satan knows that. TST has petitioned Texas. They claim that the near ban on abortions in Texas infringes upon its their members' right to practice their religion. What does practice their religion mean? Do they go to church on Wednesday night and study something? No, no. What they're talking about is recognizing their religious rights for abortion, because that is part of their religious ritual. You talk about deceptive. This is where we are. And this is not an isolated thing that I'm trying to blow up into something bigger than it is. It's big. And it's on the march. The satanic organization is requesting an immediate injunction by the state of Texas now regarding satanic members, uh, the satanic temple members, and their ability to practice their religion freely. So they're saying the Constitution is on their side because that is their religion. And the Constitution provides religious liberty for all religions. The Satans are claiming abortion is one of their religious rituals, therefore is protected by the U.S. Constitution. Real Clear Education, which is part of the Real Clear, you know, they talk about a lot of different things there. You may be familiar with them. Well, RealClearEducation.com says, after-school Satan clubs are an initiative of the Satanic Temple. They exist to, quote, this is a quote, they exist to provide a safe and inclusive alternative to the religious clubs that use threats of, quote, eternal damnation to convert school children to their belief system. That would be when you teach your children that there is a heaven and a hell. You are trying to use eternal damnation to convert your children to a certain belief system. We call it Christianity today, biblical Christianity. These Satan clubs market themselves as an alternative to all of that. And they say, no, 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 there's no hell. You're supposed to live by these tenets. They have some tenets. If I have time, I'll read them. If not, they're included in an article that I wrote Today it's published, I write one every day, and it's published on our website, faithandfreedom.us. But they market themselves as an alternative to Christian Evangelical Good News Club, which they've been around forever. They say they're coming in, they're targeting schools that already have the Good News Clubs in them, and other Christian clubs as well, but particularly the Good News Club. 
The Satanic Temple After School Satan Club was approved in December of 2022 in Virginia, and it provoked so many members that they took a step back, and they were pretty disturbed there by what they found out after the fact. But the Satanic Temple also announced the formation of uh, multiple new clubs in New York, Pennsylvania, Colorado, just in the past month. Religious advocates have taken note of this trend, and some of the leaders now are starting to talk about it, thankfully, and I, they should. Penny Nance, she also said, quote, A satanic club is the antithesis of religion. Groups like this have free speech rights, but Satanism is not a religion. I would agree with her. It isn't a religion. But can they make the case before a judge, even before the Supreme Court? I mean, who should be deciding your beliefs are your religious beliefs? I mean, it's it's a tough case. It's going to be real explosive, and it's going to come because they won't. They're relentless. The fact that there are more of these clubs popping up means kids are searching for something to believe in. The Satanic Club Temple, what are they teaching kids? Well, initially, it's very fundamental. It, it, it sounds like something that maybe the Boy Scouts of old, not the current disaster of the Boy Scouts, but the Boy Scouts of old, a generation ago, might have written. They have these seven fundamental tenets, and I don't have time to read all of them, but as I said, they're in the article that I wrote this morning. But it says, one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all the creatures in accordance with reason. The struggle for justice, number two, is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. One's body is inviolatable, subject to one's own will alone. And on and on it goes. But it sounds like something that's sort of put together and not, you know, but... It's actually a profile of deception, and that's not the agenda you discover when you take a closer look, a more in-depth look, and I have taken that in-depth look. What they're really advocating is a, a war against God and against his word and against Christianity. The Family Research Council Assistant Director, this Ariel Del Trucco, I think that's the way you pronounce his name, He argued that the Satanic Temple isn't interested in establishing equal footing, but in undermining religion as a whole. He says they're trying to bring it, make a case for this, and I agree with him. They're trying to make a case for this, treating the Satanic Temple as a religion, and undermine the credibility of religion as a whole, specifically Christianity. And that's exactly what they're doing, among other things. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, gives us our first glimpse of what this is really all about. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, questioning God, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the tree and the fruit and so on. But God said, Ye shall not eat of the one in the center, in the middle. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day you eat of, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. Now we know the rest of that story. You know that story, but that is what we're seeing today. These people are infiltrating our public schools, corrupt public schools in many cases, 
and they're questioning God, and they're questioning who is God and who is not God. They're questioning that truly there's not a heaven and a hell. God is a good God. God is love. Love wins. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.